Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, I God. What an odd title, but I'm sure you'll get the idea of it as we go into this message. May we begin in a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come into your presence at unapproachable light, and we ask you to bless this situation. Open our ears that we may hear, our eyes that we may see. And we just ask for the Holy Spirit to just crash into our lives, just wreck into our situation and bless us on each and every level, layer and aspect of our lives, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, wherever you see fit, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the mighty name of Jesus, give us everything that you have in store for us. Breathe into our lives yet once more, Father God, to change the things that that we can't have the strength to change. Give us the strength to say no to ourselves and no to our flesh and push forward in this life that you have given us to be able to manage, Father God. Help us to manage our feelings and, and love one another truly, Father God, to take on that true aloha spirit. To truly love one another not to be in this make-believe world where we're pretending we like each other and then we go around the corner and and we're actually not really loving people give us that loving nature give us that give us that judgment spirit that you would see fit father god that we correctly judge each other that we judge each other in a way where we could see the beauty that you see in each and every one that we don't see people for the their flaws and things but we see the magic and the beauty and the wonder and the blessings that you have put on them in Jesus' mighty name we pray. In nomine Padre, Filius, Spiritus Santos. Let there be light. Let there be life. Let there be healing, restoration. In Jesus' mighty name. We have come a long way with cell phones. With the new and improved models being available in a matter of days, it seems unimaginable that there was a time when we were unable to wirelessly connect with each other at any given moment in time and space. The phones we now have are comfortable, lightweight, and offer us, you know, not only a way to communicate, but us to use them for pleasure, entertainment. That They have become our everyday companions. However, the history of cell phones is not, not very long at all. Oddly enough, it's not very long at all. The first prototype was developed just 46 years ago in 1973. It was far from what we currently think of when we talk about cell phones. You know, the device weighed about 2.4 pounds and its battery lasted no more than 20 minutes. <laughs> Crazy. The, the shoe phone, almost as big as the shoe box, required 10 hours to recharge. Uh, sift through the years and, and a long list of worthy gadgets, you know, just going down and just scroll down through all that, just so many different types of phones. And we come to the iPhone. After months of rumors and speculation, Apple CEO Steve Jobs unveiled the first iPhone on January 9th, 2007. Just 2007, the first iPhone. Crazy, huh? The device, uh, which didn't actually go on sale until June, you know, so, so June 2007 to 2020, you know, or the upcoming 2021, what's it going to be now? You know, now we have the iPhone 12, 
And then we even hear of the 13 on the way in March or April of 2021, possibly. It's crazy how the cell phone's technology have evolved from the 1980s till nowadays. What's even more puzzling, you know, for Christians and us alike, is the fact that we spend more time on our cell phones than we would even consider spending with God. And even spending with your family, we spend more time on our cell phones than we would ever even think about spending with God. We cannot hardly even pray for three minutes, much less 15 minutes to an hour. And providing all the things we should be praying for, for, for something that's, that's, wow, that's just something to ponder on. It, it, providing all the things that we need to pray for, we should definitely ponder upon that. We, we have a lot. Imagine how different our lives would be if we took God everywhere we go, you know, like we do our cell phones. Have Him in our hand, on our wrist, and in our ear, you know, and in our heart every given second of our days. We would be so successful. We would be happy, extremely, magnanimously blessed, super healthy and wise, and so much more. If we treated God like we do our cell phones, I mean, think about it. We leave our phones behind by accident and we freak out, turn around, even cancel flights, cancel plans, cancel the day to get back to our cell phones. So much of our lives are in, in our phones though. I get it, you know, it's, it's, it's understandable. It's not like we're saying the phones are a sin. It's just, wouldn't it be nice if we could treat God like we do our cell phones. Take God wherever we go. You know, God is on our wrist, the iWatch. God is in our ear, the, I, the iPods, the, the, the ear pods, yeah? He's in our ear. Wouldn't it be nice if He was? What's really playing? What are we looking at on our phones? Is God in that? It's okay. God loves you so much. It's, it, he, he just wants to be part of your life. It's, it's so awesome. We would definitely cancel flights and cancel our plans to get back to our phones. Could we just cancel something and get back to God? So much of our lives are in our phones, yeah. You know, pictures, contacts, the way we do business, banking, communication, and even entertainment. You know, so I, I like I'm saying, I do get it, I get it. We, we do need the cell phones nowadays. But we very much need God more than anything. We need to make some room for a real relationship with Jesus. Be true seekers of God's will in our lives. Not that we need to, you know, put the phones away, or even though we probably have put them before God every day. Definitely, if we truly look at this situation, we have put, you know, the Bible says don't put anything before God. It becomes an idol. Our phones have become an idol. Whether we want to, you know, we get offended by that. Well, I'm sorry, we should be offended. That thing's in our hand right now. We should be offended that we need to put the cell phone away for a little bit in the sense of making it our everything. And, and we're playing games on there when we could be reading the Bible off of there. The Bible could be being read to us. We could be looking at things that can get us further in the kingdom of God instead of further into the entertainment of the world. It's just an idea. I, I know it's pretty, it's pretty harsh to think about, whoa, wait a minute. What, what are you saying? Like I'm doing wrong? We probably all, all of us have done wrong. We 
we've create we've made this cell phone an idol and we put it before God we can't even spend three seconds on our knees praying to God much less even give him the time of the day that he definitely deserves we should truly seek his face we truly should we should repent and it's not that we need to throw away the cell phone like we're saying it's not that it's a bad thing it's how we are treating it and the way that we've it's okay to need it but we could put it to the side and give God some time make some room make some room for God be true seekers of God's will in our lives yeah so it's just maybe we have put them before God God loves us he truly loves us the, the loving nature of God isn't what we think of he's not pointing you at the face and and talking you down and making you feel small he wants to lift you up saying hey put that thing aside for a minute and just talk to me Give me some time and I will bless your life like you couldn't imagine. You, you think you get excited when you can use your phone or play some kind of game? Imagine what you'd do if you give me some of that time. That's all God's saying. God loves you so much. He's not going to condescend you or anything. He wants to lift you up. Yeah, he wants to lift you up. God loves you. In fact, you know, God loves us. In fact, God loves you. You know, God and he has customized you and plans for you even even knew you before you were formed in the in the womb that's what the bible says right here before i formed you in the womb i knew you and approved you as my chosen instrument and before you were born i consecrated you to myself as my own and i have appointed you as a prophet to the nations found in Jeremiah 1.5. That is a direct letter to you where you are in your life right now. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and I approved you as my chosen instrument. You don't need the iPhone to be the instrument that God needs you to be. God made you perfectly just the way you are. You don't need the Samsung, the new phone, the new one coming out, whatever it is. It's good to get those things because technology can help us yeah, further ourselves and we can use them for the kingdom of God. But putting them before God is maybe what a lot of us have done. I would be guilty of that myself. But listen to, make this a personal letter to you right now where you are in your life that God is saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. And I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah uh, chapter 1 verse 5. And that's in the Amplified Edition if you'd like to look at that translation there. Make some room for prayer. Study God's Word. Asking Him for help. Call on Him. God is always ready and willing to help. Listen in on this scripture again here. Another wonderful scripture to bless and touch your life. With this in view, we constantly pray for you that our God will count you worthy of your calling to faith and with His power fulfill every desire for goodness and complete your every work of faith so that the name of the Lord Jesus will be glorified in you by what you do and you in Him according to the precious grace of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow! That's in 2 Thessalonians 1, 11 through 12 in the Amplified Edition again. 
You know, thinking back on the mentioned iPhone, that we can see we need, you know, we can see the need of a more I God, an I God, the I am that he is, Yahweh. May the Holy Spirit crash into your situation, whatever seems hopeless to you right now, whatever you're going through, and we're looking for answers, we're looking for answers. Look to God and he will show you the way. We need the I God that He is, the I am that He is, Yahweh. And yes, truly again, as we could repeat it just thousands of times, Holy Spirit, crash into your situation. Speak life into your life. In Jesus' name, into your very lives, into your very life and the lives around you. I pray we could all make more room for God and live a happier, prosperous, healthier lifestyle and life. You know, maybe go outdoors, you know, more. Even though it's a pandemic, no matter where you are geographically speaking, you know, try to do something outdoors. Go take a selfie outside for a few minutes, you know, or maybe put that on pause and just go look around and see what God has truly done through us and he's been glorified by it you know nature can be a calming way you know we can quiet the busy life we can quiet all the busy just take a moment and go out there and let God speak to you just be still and know that he is God and just let some quiet come into your life put the phones away for a moment and go out into nature and let God speak to you by being quiet and just saying, Lord, speak. We must seek God's face and repent from our evil ways. We must say no to our flesh. Paul says that we must die to ourselves daily. That means telling ourselves no before we get angry, before we say the things that we shouldn't say, those hurtful things, those racial things, those, those funny little jokey things that actually hurt people's feelings. Instead, we should be uplifting each other and, and encouraging each other and loving each other because that's what the rule is. There's no need. We should follow the Ten Commandments, but if we just follow the two commandments that Jesus gave us, to love one another, to love each other as you would love yourself, to love one another, and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with everything you got. And so as we have our phones just waving them around and taking them and on our, on our hips, on our wrist and in our ears and, and we've even got the visual technology and, you know, wow, you know, uh, if, if we could just think of that, how in tune we would be, as in tune we are with technology, if we can tune in to God, He will speak to our lives. He will speak happiness into our situation because we will change the way that we're thinking. It's not that God just makes you happy. God's given you everything that you need to be happy. You just have to look towards Him, seeking His face, repenting, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Yeah. Truly, nature can help us to be able to quiet things down, our busy minds, our busy life. We can put, it, put our phones on airplane mode and just take some time to just sit still and be still and know that He is God. 
Yeah. You know, seeking God's face and repenting and turning away from from our uh, sinful nature and our propensity to seek pleasures over purpose. Right now, we could be thinking about something, but we're see we have this uh, propensity to just want to go towards that pleasure, whatever it is. If it's watching a movie, uh, a game, uh, you know, even even doing work could be pleasure. You know, some people don't think of it that way, but it very well can be. Work can be gratifying, and it's very wonderful to be able to have the uh, to be able to be of to be blessed in this time in life, in this season of life, in this cycle of the pandemic shutting down many people's jobs and, and their lives, and we're we're at a still moment. But God could be speaking to us, and we're missing it because we we have the propensity again, you know, to to seek the pleasure of our flesh over purpose, you know, to gratify ourselves, to to take a selfie in that moment instead of you know turning the phone around and you know taking a picture of the nature that God created the nature in someone else taking the the picture off of us and turning it on to what God has done and what God is doing and you know what if we could turn the phone around from from being in a selfie mode into looking at what's ahead of us we'll see that what we've been looking for all along is right in front of us our future take a next step Step out in faith and step into the best season of your life, in this season of your life, in Jesus' mighty name. You know, God's purpose in our lives is irrevocable. Nothing, no one can stop God from doing what He wants to do and what He plans to do. You're like, wait a minute, I made so many mistakes. For the wages of sin and death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Salvation, the giant slayer, the dragon slayer has came. He defeated death by death on the cross for you because you're worth it and because you matter. God loves you so much. God loves you so much. And like I said, he's not a condescending God. You know how we're so mean and harsh to each other. God would never even think about being that way. God doesn't look at our sinful nature. God looks at us the way that he created us. And like the, the, like the scripture there says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved you as my chosen instrument. God wants to use you. You are an instrument. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And he wants to use you. And he wants to be gratified and glorified through your life. And all you have to do is just take the phone off of selfie mode, turn it around, and look forward and step into the best season of your life. Take a picture of that. That's your destiny right in front of you. It's been there all along. It's been there all along. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He knew you even before you were born and approved you as his chosen instrument. And before you were born, he consecrated you. He consecrated you. This is serious. This is big time stuff. He consecrated to himself as his own. You are his own, bought and paid for by a price. Jesus Christ defeated death by death on the cross, died on the cross for you because you matter. God fixed the sins of uh, Adam and Eve at that moment when Jesus Christ died on the cross and defeated death by death for you because you matter yeah and so he consecrated you as his own to his self as his own I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations you got work to do to step into God's purpose doesn't mean stepping into your purpose God has a purpose for you it might be different from what you thought it might be really awesome 
and it's definitely what you're cut out for because some of the stuff you already have and another time we can get into stepping into your purpose but having the faith to say yeah I believe this and moving on by stepping out in faith all you have to do is take it off a of selfie mode take it off of all it's all about me and put it down for a while take it all it's all about someone else and put it down and give it to God Sometimes even helping people and doing too much for other people. It's okay to help people, but sometimes we can overload ourselves. And doing too much, focusing on too much, and then God's not even in that picture. And then we sit down in pain, depressed, and depleted, and drained. Literally, and physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, everything. Because where's God at in that? The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. Sure, you want to do work. Sure, we need to help people. That's, that's what we should be doing is helping people. That's good. But overloading yourself and then leaving God out of the picture. Seek Him first. Wait. Before you help those people, wait. Before you make that phone call, pray. Get on your knees before God. Prayer can change a lot of things. Seeking God's face and not His hand will open doors that we couldn't begin to fathom. Open your heart. Make some God time. I, God, our God, is calling you by name. Heavenly Father, we ask that you give us the heart to truly seek you. Give us the strength, Father God, in our weakness to, to say no to ourselves, to put, put things aside for a moment maybe it's the cell phones maybe it's the things that we do maybe it's doing too much help us to put things on the side for a moment and look to you give you as much time as we can enable us to be god walkers to be water walkers call us out father god like jesus called from the boat and said come he didn't say, come, Peter, Father God. And we believe that you are telling us to come, to step out in faith. It looks scary. Life looks scary. I don't know what to do. Lord, show us the way. Your, your word says that you will make a way. Open doors that need to be open and close the doors that need to be closed. Heal us, restore us. Give us a voice for a choice. A choice to choose you and say no to ourselves. In Jesus' name, let there be life. Let there be healing. Let there be restoration. We pray for the marriages and the, re and the relationships to be restored. We, we pray for the, 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 whatever it is, Lord, the financial strain that's on people, that you restore that, that you fill that gap. You, your word says that you will provide. We look to you, Father God. We put all of our prayers and petitions before you and ask you, Father God, to answer our prayers. How, do, how, do they, how does the world know that you are our God if you don't answer our prayers? How can we tell the people about a God who answers prayers if you don't answer our prayers, Father God, and let our joy be complete in you, knowing that you are our God and you always come through. We may not see it the way that you see it, Lord. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear in Jesus' mighty name. Let that breakthrough come. Let those prayers be answered. Let your will be done in Jesus' mighty name. Come Holy Spirit, fill this place, wherever we are all at, fill this place. Drown us with your loving nature and let us have an addictive spirit of joy and happiness that everything we touch will be blessed 
in Jesus' mighty name. In nomine Padre, e Fili, e Spirito Santo. So in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we cut off every demonic force by the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. We say, go. We breathe into that situation. Let that demonic force be gone in Jesus' name. We pray for a legion of angels to come and comfort and do the warring that needs to be warring. In Jesus' mighty name. In nomine Padre, Fili, Espirito Santos. May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel forevermore.